0: Hey friends, it's me, Katie-Ann, and your host of the Full Confidence Ahead podcast, where we go on a journey together, tackling the fears of life from family relationships to finance, from careers to community, and on the Full Confidence Ahead podcast, we've been running a fundraiser, which has been doing wonderfully, so we've decided to continue it, and this is a fundraiser for the Miss America organization. So what I've decided to do is I've created some harp ringtones that you can download for donating $5 to the Miss America organization, which is one of the largest providers for for women's scholarships in the nation, they are absolutely incredible. 100% of the donations go to the girls in scholarships and they're tax, tax deductible. And no donation is too small. Honestly, every dollar counts, even a dollar counts. And you'll love your little harboring tone funders, or you'll have me in your pocket everywhere you go. <laughs> but today, I'm so excited to share with you that we have Dr. Othello Richards, who earned his bachelor's degree in communications and worked in broadcast in the digital news industry in Utah and Washington. For more than a decade, mostly as an on-air reporter and as an associate producer. In 2014, he left the industry to pursue a master's and PhD at Texas Tech, where he researched how individuals process TV news and immersive journalism, and he is now currently a professor at Brigham Young University in their communications department. And I have really found this conversation in this episode to be insightful, and if you found it in this valuable share with your friends and family we want to make sure that our guests here on the show get the recognition that they deserve so like and share this episode leave a little comment to dr dr othello richards and just say how much you like the episode and share it with your friends and family okay what was your favorite toy as a kid
1: legos (laughs) (laughs) hands down legos so my kids
0: person that like got the pack with the instructions and like did it by or were you just the create your own legos
1: i was i grew up in the era where you, where you didn't have like things already pre-made like uh-huh. a bunch of like star wars or airport <laughs> sites i just had the blocks and the stuff and so you create stuff so which is cool because my parents bought my kids some legos a lego set for christmas Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing we play. They play with now. I mean, no oh, other toys. Man. And so since then we've bought like three new sets, just just the blocks, not like the right. like the castle or whatever, already pre-made where you yeah. don't use your brain.
0: <laughs> and, and so, it's very brain intensive when you don't yeah.
1: have that. It's yeah, yeah,
0: that's So, funny.
1: Yeah. so now, yeah, we, uh-huh. we just play. We play Legos. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Like, I want to play Legos.
0: It's just (laughs) the worst when you step on them. That's the only thing. That's the only thing that's bad about Legos. My wife,
1: my wife sold my kids' toy room. My wife drew took some tape and she taped a box in the toy room where the Legos have to stay within the box (laughs) on the floor.
0: (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh, that would have saved everyone's feet, huh?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I love that. Well, Dr. Richards, we are thrilled to have you on the podcast just with your depth of knowledge and experience and kind of your your story is what I really want to get into of kind of finding your career and whatnot. So tell mm-hmm. us right now, just tell us a few things about you. What are you doing in life right now? Get us a little bit oriented here.
1: Uh, so right now I'm a communications professor here at Brigham Young University. Mm-hmm. So I used to teach journalism. Uh, mm-hmm. I used to be a television news reporter, spend almost 12 years in the business Right. told thousands of stories <laughs> yeah. but, you
0: know that'd be crazy to, to actually count up how many stories you told so that'd be cool with metrics on it
1: <laughs> I know so I mean I don't have the official account but I did the math and when mm-hmm. you when you're on air at least twice a day mm-hmm. uh, five days a week 10 days so that's 10 10 on-air appearances a, a week
0: mm-hmm. times
1: times nine years or so <laughs> oh <laughs> it, really, my goodness. It, it really adds up there right yeah um, but now, 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 now I teach journalism, you know, the same people, they, they become professors because they fail at the careers. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, that, that's not why. This, this, is, <laughs> this is, this is, what, like, no. this is what I always wanted to do.
0: Oh, I love yeah, that. Okay. Always. So I want you to kind of tell us your journey because this is, mm-hmm. it's crazy. So now we are, we've got at least where you are now, but I want to look back on how in the world did you get here? What is your trajectory that got you here?
1: Okay. So I, uh, originally i actually wanted to fly Mm -hmm. so i have a love of of airplanes i'm that Mm -hmm. kid um so growing up my father he worked at the world bank and we're from liberia west africa Mm -hmm. and living in the u.s the world bank would gave will give their employees a chance to go back to the home country they call them home leave and so every other year or so we we had a chance to go back to our home country quote unquote but we couldn't go back to liberia because liberia was i mean they we're fighting a civil war. Right. Um, or it was just too dangerous to go back. So we we'll always always pick a country in West Africa to go to, and then we'll pick mm-hmm. a country in Europe to go to. Mm-hmm. And one of the perks was we gotta fly first class. Whoa. Um, <laughs> so I'm a youth, but the thing about it is I love airplanes so much. I didn't uh-huh. really care to be in first class. I didn't even want to go to the first class lounge because I couldn't see the airplanes from there. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: hilarious. So, the one person who got it doesn't even want it. They're like, no, it. no, no, no.
1: I was like was I was a kid and, and was sitting first class. I now wanted to be the person sitting back there in economy. I didn't know what it was oh, called at the time so because I wanted to be with a bunch of other people there. Right. So when I look back on that, I'm like, wow, what what I would give now to, <laughs> to, to, to fly first class. Um, but I just I just grew up loving airplanes, everything yeah. aviation.
0: Yeah, and
1: so I wanted to, uh, uh, so I wanted to fly, and so I applied to the Air Force Academy. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I'm at BYU now. That's where I did my undergrad, but that wasn't really on my radar. I didn't think about coming to BYU. It's going to be Air Force Academy or West Point.
0: So, was that right um, out of of high school you applied?
1: Right, yeah, right okay. out, of, out of high school. Yep, my senior okay. year. And so, cool. Air Force Academy, they got back to me and said, you know, after the medical exam, says mm-hmm. you won't be able to fly because you don't have 20/20 vision. Oof. And so, I mean, that was that was a, I mean that that was a downer. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, I mean that was. Think that's
0: an understatement. Like, that was totally <laughs> an understatement for yeah. what happened. Like, your whole kind of dream career just crashed on on one
1: mm-hmm.
0: one letter. Yeah. You know. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I wanted to fly. I wanted to fly bombers. I didn't want to fly jets. I actually wanted to fly the big bombers. Wow. Um, um, there, and then, and so, still so then, West Point. That was also my second option. And so I was yeah. going through the process with West Point, and I probably could have gotten in, uh-huh. um, uh, but then a recruiter came from BYU and gave me the whole sales pitch and I bought it. I bought into it <laughs> there. Yeah. And so I realized, well, I can't really fly airplanes. I don't want to go to the West Point. I don't want to fly a helicopter right. or whatnot. Right. Um, and so I need a backup plan mm-hmm. there. And so I went to a, a high school that was heavy into science and technology. Okay, uh, Thomas Jefferson High School for Science and Technology. That's That's what it was called. And so it was one of those schools where we call we were nerds and we were proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody called us nerds. We were the nerdy you know, high school.
0: I, I totally was proud of it in high school too. I loved science growing up, and I would always wear mm-hmm. my periodic table of elements shirt with pride. And I'm like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so our, I, get
1: yeah. That. I get that. Yeah. Our, our high school, the football team, they'll call out the qu- quadratic formula uh, ah! for plays. <laughs> <laughs> there that's awesome. say say things like you're winning but that's okay because you're going to be working for us someday the cheerleaders <laughs> <laughs> no
0: so, oh my goodness so, that's hilarious
1: yeah so i mean that, that, that was my high school i mean mm-hmm. at the time actually it was the number one high school in the country um, mm-hmm. because they pulled all the all the students from other high schools and brought them to this one school got it so i was heavy into math and science and i knew also i mean and i like to build things you know, okay. maybe it came from maybe it came from building Legos and constructing different things out of Legos. <laughs> uh-huh. But I used to like to design things, and and I actually wrote up a design for front brake lights, front brake light.
0: Whoa, so like on like, a car?
1: On a car. Think about it. Okay. okay, when a car when a car is approaching you, uh-huh. do you and the the right like the right. The, the signal is on. Do you know if it's slowing down or not? Or maybe they just forgot to turn no. off the signal. So I figure if you have front brake lights, you could actually tell whether that car had the intention of slowing down or not because you can't oh tell. Oh
0: my goodness. Have so, you gone forth? I'm like, I really want this invention. Did you yes, yes,
1: yes. So I went to the patent office, and mind okay. you, I'm like in seventh or eighth grade. I'm, I'm young. Oh
0: my goodness, yeah. you're going to the patent office? Patent in office?
1: grade. I live That's in Washington D.C. D- D.C. metro okay. area. I live. Yeah, so right. I grew up in the D.C. metro area, and it had been patented just a couple years earlier.
0: Okay. Oh, I mean, man. I missed
1: it, but just I was <laughs> like, I'm like so "Are you kidding me? Could
0: have changed the world. Could <laughs> have
1: changed the world. Yeah. I mean, I, I came up with this design. I couldn't make it, but of the first, like, like what we have, like GPS. Like uh-huh. the thing you hold in your hand that could tell you where maps are, you know. This is something I was thinking yeah. about when I was when I was a, a little okay. kid. Okay. There. And so, um, I figured, okay, I can go to I can go to school and and I can become a mechanical engineer, mm-hmm. and 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 continue to to design things.
0: I'm just kind of uh, laughing a little bit knowing where you are now and yeah. be like wait mechanical engineering so I keep planes to mechanics so keep going because this is really interesting
1: I'm all over the place right and so that's yeah, the thing about, yeah. about being w- well 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 rounded I, I, I wasn't uh-huh. a one-trick pony I could do a bunch of things yeah. I mean I was, also was a, a a sprinter I mean I was probably <laughs> one of the top sprinters in the country so oh heck my goodness. I could have I, I, I done track and field um yeah, like as well my but my
0: 2020 vision went but i got all these other things so yeah. seventh <laughs> grader in the patent office let's go <laughs>
1: yeah yeah so i'm going in the patent office looking at patents um, Yeah. It, it, what irks me now to today? It still hasn't come out. No, they haven't. They haven't produced it yet. So I'm like, I need to go back and see that patent if, if, if it's expired. Yeah,
0: you should. I'm like, you should just walk right in and be like, okay, here we go. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, I get here to BYU. My whole freshman year is all about mechanical engineering, calculus mm-hmm. classes, physics, physics classes, statics. Mm-hmm. Um, there and then I, I I left. I went on my mission, mm-hmm. and I changed. I I started like I became. I talked to people. I, I smiled. <laughs> <laughs> I learned how to smile.
0: So before this you weren't really like a per not not uh, what's the right word I wanna say here. You weren't really a, a people person?
1: I wasn't an anti social, By at the same time okay. I wouldn't I mean I was a um extroverted introvert. Introvert. Okay.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Or introvert or extrovert. <laughs> I mean, I, I, if you look at pictures prior to my mission, I never yeah. smiled when I smiled, I never showed my teeth there. Oh, interesting. But after my mission, you can see my teeth. I, I just came back a different person. I love uh-huh. to talk to people, um, engage in conversations. Yeah. At the same time, I also had a great love of news. I was one of those little kids. I'll watch the news every day um, <laughs> there. Um, and so came back after a mission. I'm sitting in class that first week, and I'm thinking to myself. I'm like, hmm, this is boring. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Were you in the mechanical engineering?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was sitting <laughs> in one of my mechanical engineering classes. I think it was a, re- a refresher course for one of, the, yeah. one of the courses. I'm like, this is boring. And so I, I just I got up, and I left. Yeah. And I walked to the kiosk. Back then, it was kiosk in the hallways with these computers uh-huh. with green screens on them. and that changed my entire schedule i I changed it to journalism oh wow to actually print print journalism
0: okay wait so you just walked up did you just on the fly decide this yep (laughs) okay it was (laughs) i love that confidence yep okay (laughs) so it's just on the fly you're like no mechanical engineering here we go i mean
1: i don't know if it was on the i mean i knew i love writing
0: okay yeah
1: so i knew i could write Okay. I'm like, what? What would I love to do? I, I can write, so I, 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 I changed and I, I, I went there and print journalism it was, and so I called my mm-hmm. mom, or called my parents. My mom answered the phone, I said, "Mom, I'm changing my major," and I'm like, "I'm changing it to to print journalism," and then there was like silence. Said, mom, are you there? Mom, are you there? And actually after like a minute, she was like. And, and what why would you do this? I mean, she's crying. Oh, no. So, okay, talk about being all over the place, going from wanting to fly in the Air Force to mechanical engineering now to journalism. Oh, and so my no, mom. That's
0: everywhere. So,
1: yeah, so my mom goes, Well, why don't you do TV? Why don't you become a. Why don't you do broadcast journalism? Uh-huh. I was like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is hilarious.
0: This is actually a great time to pause and have a moment for our sponsors because they have given me so much confidence in the financial world. I actually started this podcast because I was afraid of finances for a really long time until I took a class on how to budget and my fear changed to confidence. Utah Money Moms has continued to help my confidence grow. They provide free webinars and downloadable resources to help you understand your money personality and hone it in to make a good financial future. One of my favorite resources is their free downloadable calendars. I love the 2021 calendar because it gave me small, doable financial goals each month. So head on over to utahmoneymoms.com or utahmoneymoms on Instagram to download their 2022 finance calendar and start your journey of finances with confidence. Again, that's utahmoneymoms.com or utahmoneymoms on Instagram.
1: Yeah. Okay. for Sure. Sounds good to me. <laughs> um. Yeah, for some reason, I just couldn't see myself. So I was that, my freshman year, I was that guy in class mm-hmm. that will crack jokes all the time. Mm-hmm. I, stayed, I made good grades, but I would just crack jokes, but people wouldn't laugh. It was just a, a different personality <laughs> there. No. I mean, I take life seriously, but I don't take life seriously. <laughs> 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 there.
0: Yeah, um, I like that description.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, but, and so, and I came back. It's it's Once again, I found myself in that, in that environment. And I... Mm-hmm that's why I said, this is boring. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I changed and I never felt better. I remember going to my first communications classes and, and realizing this is it. <laughs> um, this is, this, this is, this is, I, I love this. Yeah. Um, and then of course, you know, went into television news, graduated, got jobs in, the uh, in TV, but that wasn't my ultimate goal. My ultimate goal was actually to come back and teach. Okay. Um, and I developed the love of teaching from teaching uh, Sunday school classes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's <not>. so fun. <laughs> <laughs> teaching Sunday school classes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when in television news, we would have annual interviews. And my news director would ask me, so uh, where, where do you see yourself in five years, in 10 years? Mm-hmm. And I told him, I want to teach. And mm-hmm. he was always surprised. that said, I want to teach at a university. Because most yeah. reporters aspire to be anchors. I want to be on right. NBC News, CBS, national news. Right. That was not me. <laughs> That's there. so
0: interesting.
1: Um, even so much that when I actually uh, uh, re- uh, turning my resignation, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I gave them two month notice. That was nice. Didn't give them two weeks notice, but two month notice. Yeah. <laughs> and told them I was returning to school okay. to get my master's degree, but also work as a visiting professor. Right. I don't think they believed me,
0: <laughs> because,
1: really? yeah, because in the, the video, you know, the little montage they made, you know, the goodbye, mm-hmm. they said everything about me going back to school, but nothing about me uh, teaching there. I'm like, really, <laughs> I am going back and I'm teaching <laughs> full for, 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 for time. No,
0: no, I, this is me. I'm doing yeah, this. So yeah. well.
1: Um, and so that's and that's, so that's I mean that's that's where my love is right now. I mean, I mm-hmm. still have aviation is still a hobby. I love aviation. Mm-hmm. um there but I'm, I'm living my dream I'm actually always wanted to come back and teach at a university at BYU interesting and so that's where I am right now so yeah. I'm living the the dream
0: there. it's so interesting you have this idea of living the dream but I also see how your dream has definitely taken mm-hmm. shape like this was not your dream as when you were a young kid you know it's kind of taken shape over the years so mm-hmm. um how how did you go through this process of kind of changing the dream it, it can be scary I think mm-hmm. you know to be in one area and I would have been terrified just totally switching my major in schedule just like off a whim but yeah. granted I kind of did that too I'm like I started in neuroscience and totally switched over so um I get that like feeling fulfilled but how did that filter out for you
1: I think one thing is um I was always confident in my abilities there. Mm. uh going to the high school that I went to once again this is a high school where in a senior class of 400 students we had 16 get perfect SAT scores oh my goodness. now some districts may have yeah some districts may have one person we had 16 okay. in, my, in my in my in my class oh in my, my God. we had my my the the person who was next to me the the student who had a locker right next to mine she got a 1590 she missed I think she missed maybe one question and she was crying she was crying. I'm like, are you serious?
0: <laughs> oh, I would have cried too, but probably a, for the opposite reason of joy yeah. rather than like... uh-huh.
1: No, yeah. Crying because she was angry because oh. she oh didn't get it perfect. Goodness. Cause that that's the kind of school I went to. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, to be in that environment
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: and to be with people who are competitive and driven and motivated, that was me also mm-hmm. as well. And mm-hmm. so, I had my hands in everything. There, oh, yeah. I was. I was a track athlete. I was the fastest person in the school. Fastest person in the in the in the region. There, mm-hmm. I was the, the the nerd that will beat you in a race. <laughs> there, because that's what I was. That's why I I didn't want to be somebody who was known for just one thing. I mm-hmm. yeah, I can do it all. And so running track, succeeding in that, going to the high school, I just realized that I can do what I want. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just have to work at it.
0: Mm. there. I like how you said that there like, I can do what I want, but you have to work at it, you know, because that, that's so true because sometimes we see these like stars rise out of nowhere, but, but the reality is, is they worked. Like you probably worked yeah. so hard to be a track star.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean <laughs> yes, yes I did but I was intimidated <laughs> at first so oh, I remember okay. my my freshman year, that was, yeah, I was freshman year, had a track coach. She was so intimidating there so much so that I ran indoor track, uh-huh. and I quit that freshman oh, year.
0: Whoa, okay. I
1: was I was one of the fastest on the team, though, I mind you. Okay. But I hated practices so much. Um, I think that was really what the about first time. The
0: practices? like What about the practices made you feel intimidated or, or hated? The coach. Okay. <laughs> so the what, coach. Was it like uh, how they talked to you, or was it...
1: Yeah, that's the first time I had somebody really yell at me <laughs> like that, <laughs> scream yeah. at me. Uh-huh. Um, made me feel pain. I mean, physical Ooh. pain, not not, not okay. mental right. pain, but it's physical right. pain. There, and I,
0: running is pain. <laughs> yeah,
1: but I, and I and I I, and maybe this is all part of a learning process. Mm-hmm. That's the first time in my life I have really been pushed so hard, mm-hmm. knowing that I had this talent, mm-hmm. um, that was innate. I mean, I was just I was naturally fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have to work at it much. Mm-hmm. You know, I, was, I could beat people. But now I had to go work at it. I had mm-hmm. to go to real practices. And this coach would yell at me. He recognized my talent and he wanted to push me. But right. I, yeah, I wasn't willing to accept the pushing. So okay, I quit.
0: So what was the difference between quitting and going back? Like, so you're there, you have the talent, you're getting pushed, but then you quit. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. But then how did you come around to be like, okay, I'm ready now. I'm ready to take that.
1: Well, that coach, <laughs> the coach left.
0: Oh, how? <laughs> Okay, well,
1: <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah, he stopped coaching after that. He, so he did, see outdoor track side. I didn't run outdoor. I didn't run the outdoor season. Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. when 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 I realized he wasn't going to coach anymore, I came back. So there's no glorious. I didn't have like this oh, moment. I'm getting. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm a what? How old am I? Uh, at that age like fifteen year olds old. <laughs> I was intimidated.
0: You know, I love that because sometimes. <laughs> Like sometimes the story, our stories aren't glorious finding our dreams. It's just like you know, it was the right timing and it happened, or I was mm-hmm. intimidated and then I came back. Like I like how you said, like there wasn't a glorious thing. It was well, the coach was gone and I came back.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Once, once I came back, and and which is, I mean, and when we talk about things that happen in our life, I mean, we can be a force for good or force. For, I mean, not for evil. I mean, we can have impact on people, mm-hmm. on young people. I mean, the great thing about teaching is I have a chance to impact them, mm-hmm. um, hopefully so in positive cool. ways. And this coach, he impacted me in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Now, once again, he actually returned my senior year. Mm-hmm. But my senior year, I was mature enough um, mm-hmm. to accept his coaching and accept That'd his coaching good. style. Uh-huh. There. So for my sophomore and junior year, I had a different coach. And then he, then he came back and started coaching again. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I was ready. Mm-hmm. Um, I had grown up, <laughs> essentially right there i had adapted and i realized i think at that point that i could still do hard things mm-hmm. and and i'm not going to let you intimidate me
0: mm-hmm.
1: um i can do this i'm i'm good at this i don't want to sound egotistical but i can do this and you're not going to intimidate me
0: how did uh, you get this ability cuz you talked earlier about how you believed in your talents and your abilities i think a lot of times um For some people that I feel like it's a talent that you work on to be able to believe in your abilities. So how did you do that for yourself? Because some of us are, we can even be good at a certain talent, but not believe in ourselves. Right. So how did you get to the point where you really believed in yourself?
1: Um, I just, maybe, I don't know. It was just within me. I think I just had the personality that I can succeed. Mm Mm-hmm. whatever i want to succeed at i mean Mm -hmm. let's take that well maybe maybe physics was a little hard (laughs) (laughs) hard. okay no no no. it's it's just okay well also what i wanted to do what i wanted to do katie ann Uh i wanted to be the nerd and i wanted Uh to be the fastest nerd Uh uh-huh that's what it was. I think when you talk about what motivated me when I was younger, yeah. I want to be known as this person who was smart, but uh-huh. who was also who could also beat you on the on the on the <laughs> on the in track in, in, in sprint. Yeah. There. And people were amazed. I mean, people when the school I went to, they didn't want Jeff, they did not want to be beaten by a Jefferson, Thomas Jefferson athlete. Yeah. There. And yeah. so I found a lot <laughs> of satisfaction in beating students from other schools. Because uh-huh. we were the nerd school, it wasn't supposed to happen. There,
0: I kind of like that. You're like breaking out of the norm. You're saying, "Okay, this mm-hmm. is what we're known for. I'm going to be really good at that." But I'm also going to be good at this thing that you're not going to expect, and I'm going to be even better than you think I am.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I think those things. When we talk about things that have helped me along the way, um, it's 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 track, track and field. I mean, it has a granted. I'm I'm not involved with the track anymore. You won't catch me running unless I'm chasing a soccer ball these days or a basketball.
0: <laughs> or maybe two <laughs> <But>, from <different> classes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's the lessons that I learned. It's the lessons I learned. It's a lesson I learned from freshman year being intimidated mm-hmm. and, 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 and quitting there. And I actually told the coach, well, I told the coach, well, my parents want me to concentrate on school. <laughs> And so that's when I was really didn't want to run.
0: Yeah, yeah you're like <laughs> um, no, no, no. Yeah,
1: but then, but then re- realizing that, hey, if I'm, I have this talent, I need something I can work at, mm-hmm. and then working at it, and then having this coach come back again, and realizing I'm gonna conquer you there. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let you define who I am. I'm oh. not gonna let you break me down there.
0: Yeah. And, and
1: and and that's how it was. I remember even one one practice my senior year. I got angry at him screaming at me, and I, and I, and I kicked a water bottle <laughs> um, across across the track. There, I mean, I'm yeah. not perfect, um, because I was angry, and then I channeled my energy into the into the next into the next uh, interval that we that we had to do yeah. there, um, because I'm telling, I'm not going to let you beat me. I'm not going to let you break me down there, yeah. and so that's how I think I go through life right now. It's like I'm not going to let you tell me what I cannot do. Uh-huh. Granted, he was pushing me, I mean, I, I love the guy um, there. I think he made me a better person in, in the end, mm. but I don't let anybody define who I am and where I should be in life mm. there. Don't tell me that I can't do this. Cause if you tell me I can't do this, I'll show you that I can do it there.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I really like how you tied into like maturity as well of, of having these goals and kind of pushing back. And part of that maturity was saying, okay, like if I have something I wanna do, I'm not gonna let someone else take me down. For the fact, also realizing that there are going to be people that are either going to intimidate you or, or want to tear you down like that. It's just going to exist. But the maturity is bring it. Bring mm-hmm. it on.
1: Yeah. Yeah, bring it on. I think, I think that's how we have to face life these days. I think, you know, sometimes we, we get down on millennials or we're saying they, they don't work hard or what. I mean, maybe they're just mm-hmm. working a different way there. Hmm. But I just realized anything that I have to do in life, I just have to work hard. I have, mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel that I have to work even harder at times mm-hmm. um, there uh, than some others at, at some things given some mm-hmm. circumstances. Um, right. But I, I know my capabilities. I know what I'm capable of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to be in control. I am the captain of my own ship. I control my, my destiny mm-hmm. there. And so that's I think that's where a lot of my confidence comes in, um, realizing that if I want to do something, I can do it. Right now, if I want to go back and and, and take on mechanical engineering, I bet you I can. can. I can. You totally can. I mean, I'm gonna to have to work at it really hard, <laughs> but, but 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 I can yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the thing. I think that this it's not, you know, with my kids right now, I have four young children under the age seven and under. Mm-hmm. And we don't tell them they're smart, we tell them you work hard. <laughs> Mm-hmm. If they do something and it looks awesome, or whatever, and they they're they're doing their, their their homework, it's like oh, you work so hard at it there because oh. a lot of a lot of it is just about working hard. We yeah. do we can achieve so much just by putting more effort into something there. You know um,
0: that's really interesting of complimenting someone on their their hard work rather than just saying rather than ability because it's it's hard work that'll really get you. Where somewhere in life rather than just natural ability. We all have ability to a certain point in our nature, but it's the hard work that's going to make you successful. So that's really interesting of stopping and recognizing for people. And, you know, it can be they did a painting project, for example, and maybe it doesn't look like Picasso, but they worked hard. And we can Mm -hmm. we can say that like, hey, you worked hard. That's really Mm -hmm. awesome.
1: You know, and that's how it was with my career, too. So I'm from Liberia, Monrovia, Liberia. Mm-hmm. English is my native language, mm-hmm. but English is something I had to work at, losing the, the accent. I mean, I probably still have an accent um, <laughs> there, a slight one. But I remember when I came to the United States, um, I actually failed the first grade. I failed the first grade in how to take English as a second language again, or take yeah. English as a second language. Though I spoke English, but it's English yeah. with, a, with a different accent. Right. Um, but once again, failing the first grade was the best thing that could happen to me because now I was the oldest kid in class and I actually excelled after that. They, they need to fail more students these days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, that's an interesting concept, though. Sometimes it's it's our failures that are the best thing that happens to us. So mm-hmm. I'm looking back on your life and I, I can kind of pull that out as your failures to kind of made you actually into the person you are for example not having 2020 vision changed the trajectory of your life or being bored in your mechanical engineering class like these these so called quote unquote failures
1: mm-hmm.
0: are actually of what propelled you into the person that that you've become
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's 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 a that's a good summary um that's that's a good analysis um there Mm-hmm. Um, and and once again, with, with journalism and being on television, you have to have a neutral accent. They don't, mm-hmm. you can't have a Southern accent later and talk like this. If you live in Spokane <laughs> okay. or, or Utah with mountain and, you know, you have to have yeah. a, a a neutral accent. Yeah. And so that's something I really had to work at there. Yeah. Liberian is spoken. The The English is spoken very fast. And so I learned that I need to learn I have to talk slower because mm-hmm. if I talk slower then I can control my accent. Mm-hmm. Um but it was hard at first. It's it, it's it's and then I also realized and I didn't learn this until uh, the last year that mm-hmm. I had trouble forming some words. That's mm-hmm. not good for somebody who's a television reporter. Uh, and and I know yeah. I, I mean being able to yeah, your accent I had my accent I had to work on um some words wouldn't form correctly, and I realized a year ago that my tongue is too big.
0: <laughs> so, oh man, that's, yeah, sometimes that happens. <laughs> two people,
1: my, my dentist, my dentist was like, Oh, you have bite marks on your tongue. He's like, and he's like, Oh, your mouth is pretty narrow. I'm like, Oh, that explains why I can't form some words. My tongue is too big. <laughs> and then somebody else told me that as well. Another physician said, My tongue is my tongue is yeah, <laughs> and so. I mean, just overcoming that 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 obstacle. That's not, that's an obstacle most Americans don't have to overcome because you you come to this country you 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 know you know how to talk. I mean, so I had to learn how to talk like an American. <laughs> Essentially, that.
0: no, you have had this story of just overcoming like consistently throughout mm-hmm. your life, overcoming mm-hmm. um, intimidation, overcoming the twenty twenty vision, overcoming um, talking like that is. That is so confidence building. And I want to ask, as we're kind of wrapping up our, our conversation, what is one piece of advice you would give your younger self mm-hmm. to have boosted your confidence?
1: Don't let people tell you what you cannot do mm. there. Um, the Air Force told me that I, uh, that I couldn't fly because I didn't have 2020 vision. Mm-hmm. Well, the Air Force years later, we, we, they relaxed those standards. And now they're allowed corrected 2020 vision. Well, I could have been that person who could have forced the issue, and could mm-hmm. have sped up the process of them allowing people with corrected 2020 vision to fly. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I remember my band teacher in the seventh grade telling me that I could not play the saxophone because I wanted to play the saxophone, mm-hmm. and she looked at me and said, "You have the lips for a trumpet." And I was like, "No, I want to play the I want to play the saxophone." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and so she wouldn't let me, but and so I just dropped it. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to go down fighting. I I will tell my, my younger self go down fighting. Mm. Um, fight for what you want. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, I mean, I have no regrets that I'm not a pilot right now. I mean, I enjoy. I I I love where I am right now. I I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I I love my mental life. I've had a great life. I've had a great career in television news, and I'm now I'm doing what I ultimately wanted to do was to, was to teach. Mm -hmm. um being in the classroom there but i'll tell my younger self at first just make sure um you don't let people tell you what you cannot do um if they do try to tell you what you cannot do fight (laughs) fight for what you fight for what you want there
0: i love that idea of just fighting for what you want i think you've given us an example of what that looks like in in your life too we're so grateful thank you for coming on and sharing your knowledge dr richards we are we just love to hear what you had to say
1: Thank you. Thank you, Katie. It's been a pleasure.
0: I think a lot of times the feeling of fear comes from a lack of control in our lives. And our sponsor, PowerPay, is offering a money master course that's normally $40 for free to all Full Confidence Ahead podcast listeners, so you can take control of your finances this year. The course is video-based and gives you real-life money smarts. So to claim your course, go to extensioncourses.usu.edu slash PAL, which is K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N-P-O-W-E-L-L, and it'll automatically add the money master course course to your cart and you just click checkout and you'll get it for free. You can also access your course by going to extensioncourses.usu.edu and finding the money master course under the finance category, then using the code Katie Ann, K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N with no spaces to claim your $40 discount and free course at checkout. So let's master our money together.